Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in. Grab a good pad, a good pen, as well as a good friend for Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author with your co-host, Young Astrology Enthusiast, Saya. All right. And together we host the Evolution Now podcast. Uh, and so the Evolution Now podcast focus on relating the use of astrology, numerology and other occult related practices to everyday practical life experiences. That's what we are here to do. Here we will talk about astrology, numerology, social events, which is, you know, the news. And we'll also have guest interviews. And we also will answer questions from our listeners. So if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. And it just might make the upcoming shows okay so do we have any comments from the last show messiah i think uh as a matter of fact yes we do um we have our first comment from lala uh she says okay love 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 the new podcast i love that you keep it informative and up to date with astrology and numerology as always but the addition of young saya me made it so refreshing to get it to learn to get to learn different aspects from uh from his generation's point of view uh i overall i loved it excited for next week's show like it's a tyler perry stream lol this podcast has been virgo approved and now we have another comment from Vernique, uh, she says, what an awesome pod- podcast. Your son has the voice and personality to aid you. I love it, and I'm only 10 minutes in. Low. Love it, love it. All right. Yeah, that's all we have. Yeah, so we have some people who have um, listened in on the first live um, showing of our podcast, And uh, we greatly appreciate you all for definitely sending in your comments. And I've heard some people also, too, who didn't necessarily send in uh, emails, but they actually um, sent in through DMs as well as text messages stating that they enjoyed the first episode. So we got through that. And uh, that's uh, that's awesome. That's great. So I hope that you guys will continue to rock with us um, as we continue to uh, bring you guys more insight, clarity and direction, more information um, as it pertains to what is happening in our world, as well as, you know, giving you guys some information about astrology and numerology, um, as well as pop culture. So. Listen, let's make this an evolution now type of summer, okay? Indeed. So, what? speaking of evolution now, so what is evolution now? This is something that I wanted to um, definitely talk to you guys about. Um, 
Evolution Now is a company, right? So this is the podcast which um, is in alignment with the Evolution Now company that we, you know, um, have created. And Evolution Now um, is a company whose mission is to provide metaphysical counseling and consultation services that will help to bring insight, clarity, and direction into the lives of people and businesses through the use of astral numerology. So unlike most other counseling and consulting companies, our company's approach to counseling and consulting is from a metaphysical and abstract perspective through the use of astrology and numerology. And when you take those two sciences and put them together, it's astro numerology. So we offer one-to-one counseling and consulting uh, services, um, educational group services, as well as business counseling and consult and consulting services as well. So I just wanted to point that out. Yes, this is the podcast, but it's in alignment with the company in which we have started and created. And for more in-depth information about the company, um, Evolution Now and our services and more, or if you would like to schedule a session, you can go to www.evolutionnow.org. All right. Yeah, you know. So speaking of astrology, um, I know that most people may have heard or may have read that astrology is a pseudoscience, right? And so when we talk about a pseudoscience, um, basically what they're saying is, is that it's a collection of beliefs or practices that um, is mistakenly regarded as being um, based on scientific method, on the scientific method, or that it lacks the essentials, right, um, that aligns with the scientific method, all right? Um, so um, that is what most people may have heard about astrology or may have read about astrology is that it is a pseudoscience, which is a science that doesn't meet the standards, right, of science, of the scientific method. And it may have faulty premises and flawed, you know, experimental designs and data and things of that nature. So most people don't, now I won't say most people, but um, there are people out there who are very skeptical of astrology, right? And may not see it as a pure science. Yeah. Yeah, especially um, I know it's for people in general in this era, but I know it's also an issue with my own generation, Generation uh, Z. Um, You know, I feel like they call it a pseudoscience due to the fact that they haven't really even begun to really scratch the surface as to what astrology is truly about and how it works, you know, how it functions. And... um, I truly do feel like if they were, if they had the willingness and most importantly, the patience to really dig deep into what astrology is and what it's based off of, um, I would, we would see a great change of, you know, perception and when it comes to astrology. So mm-hmm. very good. Well, it was really interesting um, because I know astrology was big back up in, I believe in the sixties yeah. um, in the seventies. Right. You know, the whole let the sunshine, right? Mm-hmm. Let the sunshine in, you know, um, by the dimensions. And so I think it was Fifth Dimension mm-hmm. who sang that song. And so um, it's interesting because astrology 
is coming back around again. Like the hype around astrology is coming back around again. And that is definitely in my perspective as someone who studies astrology and as an astrologer is due to the fact that we are entering into the age of Aquarius. And that was another song, yep. I believe, that was um, sung by the Fifth Dimension, yes. um, which is the age of Aquarius, right? And so we're moving into the age of Aquarius and Aquarius is the sign, whether people realize it or not that governs over astrology. And so as we are moving into this new age and we're leaving the age of Pisces, right? And we're, you know, moving into the age of Aquarius, we're going to see more astrology related um, activities and, you know, more astrology, you know, come about in our society. Now, speaking of astrology, I just want to put this out here for those of you who do not know, and I'm sure the majority of you who are listening are familiar with astrology, right? But what astrology is, in simple terms, is the study of the stars. It is an ancient system based on the idea that, or the concept that, there are correlations between the condition of the human psyche, or the, the human mind, right? And the positions of the planets, Right. And so as astrologers, we also look at the sun and the moon as planets as well. Mm. So the exact date, time and place of, you know, birth of your birth provides a birth chart or what we would call a horoscope. OK, which is a snapshot of the cosmic pattern at the exact moment in which you were born. Right. And so this snapshot of the cosmic pattern is believed to offer an understanding of one's character traits and personality and even can give a sense of one's life's path. Okay. So astrology is an ancient tradition with roots that cross all cultures. All right. Um, you have Vedic astrology, which is, you know, um, the uh, Indian culture. Um, it, you know, its history spans from ancient Mesopotamia uh, to the Babylonians, to the Egyptians, right. Greece and Rome. So this is an ancient science that has been around. And I don't just call it a science. I, I feel that it is a spiritual science. Because when you talk about astrology as opposed to astronomy and whether people realize it or not, it has been said that astrology is the mother of astronomy. Astrology was, you know, founded first and out of astrology came astronomy. Astrology deals with the essence or and that's why I call it a spiritual science. It deals with the essence or the energy of the planet, not necessarily what is on the planet right itself the planets itself but the essence almost like the aura you know the energetic field of the planets okay so that's why I feel astrology is a, a a science but it is a spiritual science in my perspective right because we're dealing with energy when we talk and when we're talking about astrology not just the planets themselves but the energy of the planets and how they're the energy of each of the planets all right is being you know uh played out 
here on 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 earth right mm. um but it has been said that people have always needed like a pattern of growth um or some type of order to guide their lives individually and collectively as a society mm. because as you can see you know there are times when things can kind of become what chaotic yeah and out of chaos comes what yeah out of chaos comes, comes order so it's like you know with that being said astrology is a tool that can help to bring about again some insight clarity and direction therefore providing us some order and some guidance right you know, as a society or a collective, as well as individuals. And so that's what I'm hoping that people will get, you know, um, from the podcast and, you know, from, you know, uh, getting services from, you know, Evolution Now, uh, the company itself, um, as well as when they are, you know, working with astrology or learning about astrology, um, or even looking at their own natal charts, right? Their own horoscopes. So I'm hoping that, you know, that is something that people will get from utilizing astrology, that it is a guide, it's a tool. Yeah, I agree. You know, to to assist. So it's much more than a pseudoscience. Right. <laughs> right? It's much more than a pseudoscience, okay? Um, so this is what astrology helps us to do. Um, not only you know, getting insight and clarity and direction, you know, around um, what is going on within our own individual lives, right? But also to help guide us as it pertains to our everyday lives as we move about in society as a collective, mm. you know? And so yeah. hopefully this, this, this podcast will help to bring some light around that. Um, so again, you know, astrology is a wonderful language of energy, that astrologers um, use to help to interpret for the collective and the individuals alike as to what's happening in the cosmos. Mm -hmm. So they use astrology as a language to help interpret what is going on cosmically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they bring that information to the collective as well as to individuals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully your generation will, that's Gen Z's, because I think millennials might be into astrology, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that they are uh, more into astrology than my generation, I would say that. Um, and I think it would be due to the amount of, like I said before, the patience. You know, it's it, to get into astrology it does take a definitely a, a certain amount of patience to understand all of the energies that you contain, you know, from within and uh, the willingness to keep studying that about yourself and about the energies that play out uh, amongst the planets. And um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's 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 what I that's what I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and have you seen it work for you in any way? Uh, yes, 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 I have seen it work for myself. And um, I still continue to see it work in many aspects of my life, and even in the past. So, yep. Yeah, it's very, very insightful. Yeah, really good. Well, I hope that, you know, if there are any Gen Zers that are listening to the podcast, that 
you know, you be encouraged to certainly, um, you know, open up your mind and give your time to um, learning a little bit more about astrology. And if you have any questions, you know, there is an email that you can send your questions to. Right. And that's www.evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. If you have any questions and you are a Gen Z or even if you're not a Gen Z and you just have a question, um, you know, about astrology, we uh, will certainly try to answer it. If we can't, we will find someone who can and just bring an expert on, you know, and think, you know, I mean, of course, yes, I'm an expert, but I don't mind sharing the 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 stage with other astrologers, you know, because the way that I might explain it. You may not really, it may not resonate with you in the way that I explain it, but if someone else comes on and they're able to um, explain it, um, you know, you may very well get it, you know, from them. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, as long as you guys get it, because let me just say this, it is not going anywhere. As a matter of fact, as the years progress, astrology is really going to um, expand. It's going to be the thing. Yeah, it's really going to, you know, astrology and numerology, to be honest with you. Um, and so and metaphysical practices, yep. you know, it's it's going to be around. Why? Because Aquarius is the sign that governs over astrology, things like numerology and other metaphysical practices. So be ready so you don't have to get ready. And I would rather um, people uh, receive the information in a way that they can digest it and understand it mm-hmm. and also be able to apply it to their lives, right. you know, now, right. You know, as much as they possibly can. And so, you know, it's all energy to be honest with you. It's all energy that we're working with. And speaking of energy today is the new moon in cancer. Mm. So happy new moon in cancer to everybody. Happy new moon. Yeah. You know, happy new moon in cancer. The new moon in cancer is going to be taking place on tonight at 1052 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this will be uploaded before then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so this will happen at 7 degrees and 22 minutes of Cancer. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, new moon energy is always about new beginnings right. and setting new intentions, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so if you have your natal chart and if you're someone who knows about astrology, you work with astrology and you know, you're into it and you have your chart, you want to look to see where seven degrees of cancer falls for you within your chart. Right. And that is where you want to begin to set new intentions and manifestations. Okay. So the new moon falls in for me, my fifth house of creative self-expression. So, for me, that is where I am going to be setting new intentions and new beginnings and new manifestations. Mm. Yeah. So then I can, you know, definitely um, create more, you know, um, find new ways of enjoying myself and having fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, Finding new ways to spend time with my children like young Saya here. Yes. And so, you know, I'm excited and I'm looking forward to... Um, setting new intentions within that area of my my life. Mm. And I know the moon is in my seventh house, and I know the seventh house uh, governs over relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I guess that would mean that's time for me to focus on uh, sending new intentions uh, for relationships and relationship matters. So mm. that'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah, because, you know, I'm a person that, keeps keeps to myself you know i love 
my, you know, me time and alone time. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, though. I am. Well, you you've already started with this one thing, which is partnership. That's true. You know, with being on the podcast with with mom. Yeah, that's right? very so, true. You know, it's a start, and so um, you know, all we have to do is just bring the fun in, right? Let yeah. the sun shine in and bring fun into this uh, into this thing. Absolutely. So we're going to see, right? Because the people are going to see. Yeah. We got to share with the people as to what's happening. Exactly. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Let me find out. There's a little chicky poo somewhere. Oh no! No. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ooh, my goodness. All right. So that you guys, you know, look to see where, um, you know, seven degrees of cancer falls for you guys, um, in your own chart. Okay, and start setting new intentions there. All right. Set set new intentions, set new beginnings, start to manifest some things there within your lives. And, uh, you know, over the course of the next couple of weeks, you know, see how that is going for you. If you see those things coming to fruition for you or, you know, um, happening for you, beginning to manifest for you. All right. Um, the new moon energy does stay around three days. It starts, you know, three days before and three days after the new moon. Mm-hmm. Um, happens. However, you will see lasting effects for like the next six months when it comes to this type of energy. Okay. So, um, this new moon in cancer, okay, is calling for us to, now this is where you get your good pad and your good pen out people. All right. Yeah. You know, it's calling for us as a collective to nurture, Mm. protect and secure Right. Mm. So for me, it's personally, it's going to be time for me to nurture, protect and secure, you know, my creative self-expression and, you know, my pleasurable pursuits and things that I enjoy doing. For Saya, it's going to be a time for him to nurture, protect and secure partnerships Mm. of all kinds. Right. Relationships I start for myself. Right. Mm. You know, and things of that nature. Um. Um, and so, and not marriage yet, because no, cause no. you're 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 not ready yet. Yeah, no, you're not ready, but I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. Okay. Yeah, no. So you know, so for those who you know um, are married, and this new moon is uh, happening in your seventh house, and that is the time to bring something new and fresh into your marriage. All right. And to certainly nurture, protect and secure that. Okay, so, you know, but for the collective, this new moon in cancer is calling for us to nurture, protect and secure our homes. Mm. Right. Our families, our inner soul, our foundation, nurture, protect and secure um, self-care. Today was a wonderful day for self-care. You know, to take care of the self. Mm-hmm. Right. In many ways, um, this is going this new moon is calling for us to certainly nurture, protect and secure our standing as it pertains to our ancestral roots. Tap into our ancestors. Right. Yeah. Um, our spirit guides. Um, learn more about your family lineage. And things of that nature, okay? Because cancer governs over family lineage and ancestral roots. Mm. Okay, yeah. Um, this is also a time to nurture, protect, and secure feminine energy because cancer is a feminine sign. Right. It's a feminine receptive sign, a water sign. And it's also 
a time for us to nurture, protect, and secure spiritual wisdom and knowledge. Okay, spiritual wisdom and knowledge. So gaining spiritual wisdom and knowledge aligns with the numerical energy of the number seven, which is the degree that this new moon in cancer is going to be taking place. And so the number seven is aligned with the planet Neptune, which will retrograde in the sign of Pisces on the same day as the new moon in cancer, which is today. Hmm. So not only are we experiencing a new moon in cancer um, energy, but we're also experiencing Neptune's energy retrograding in its ruling sign of Pisces. So that's a lot of spiritual, you know, energy to connect with. Mm -hmm. Right. And cancer, you know, um, is the sister sign to Pisces. I did not know that. Yeah, cancer is the sister sign to Pisces as well as it is the sister sign to Scorpio. So those are all the the water signs. The trio. The trio. Yeah, that is the trio. Um that's the water trio. And so in an intuitive trio, so you know, um the number 7 is, you know, um spiritual. Uh it is um definitely filled with wisdom the number seven it is considered the most spiritual number so they have said or i have read right the most spiritual number in numerology so it deals with spirit it deals with you know definitely intuition deals with knowledge um authority in 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 subjects because it is the number that aligns with quiet reflective meditative energy yeah yeah i go more into depth with the cancer and new moon energy um on my facebook um page so um i talk more in depth about this on my facebook page so you guys can certainly follow that if you would like to hear more about the cancer new moon energy and you know the number seven and you know um all of that good jazz and you can follow um, me on Facebook at Astronumerologist7. So I am there where I go more into detail about it. But if you go and you look to see where Pisces is located within your chart, because that is where Neptune will retrograde for you. All right. That is an area where you want to go into spiritual and reflective energy. You want to go in, you know, go within spiritually and you know reflect on your creativity your compassion um your spirituality um reflect on any deception illusions delusions or confusion within that area of the life that neptune is retrograding all right um i know for me neptune is retrograding uh, probably in the first house so, you know, that's work that needs to be done there for me. Um, and there is more to certainly cover regarding this new moon in cancer energy and what this new moon in cancer as well as um, this cancer season has in store for each sign. So, you know, if you guys want more of that, you know, more about the new moon in cancer and if you want more about, you know, what this cancer season has in store for your particular sign, you can go again to my Facebook page at Astronomerologist 7. All right, so that you can get that information there. What do you think? Good info. 
good info as always yeah i think it's you know it's worth you know getting you know the information out so that people can have some yeah have a chance to access it you know everybody deserves that opportunity yeah you know it's 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 the time now where you know what i always say you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready right yeah so yeah it helps to bring again that insight that clarity and direction into the lives into the life so that you can strategize plan and prepare and you know manifest manifestation happens when you have information as well as action so if you know what area of the life that you um, are to set new intentions for the new moon and for the full moon what area of the life you need to release let go or have some completions or things come to fruition happen into your life then you can better prepare right and you know start working towards those goals now we talked about astrology numerology okay um is one of the world's oldest forms of metaphysical uh communication and interpretation yes it is yeah you know numerology is just as old if probably not older (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. and i said probably don't quote me on that uh but it is also an ancient science and there would be no astronomy without astrology well, yeah, there would be no astronomy without astrology and there would be um, no chemistry without alchemy. Right. Um, so, you know, these are ancient practices and numerology is also an ancient metaphysical practice as well. But with, um, you know, astrology in ancient times, um, there were tribes who used numbers to communicate and trade ideas. Mm. Um, people talk about the Magi, you know, um, and so the Magi, which is short for for magician or magic, right, um, utilize numerology and numbers as well to do just that, to communicate, um, to trade ideas, to live their lives. Yeah, they did. And so um, there are people like the Kabbalists, the Chaldeans. The Egyptians, they all practiced, you know, using, you know, many ages before the the major world religions, they all practiced and used numerology, you know. Um, every number in numerology expresses a vibration as well as a mathematical quantity. Hmm. Yeah. And what's interesting about numerology is that every numerical vibration also has a cosmic vibration that's also um, added to it. So when we talked about the number seven just now, the number seven um, has a vibration of, you know, very spiritual energy, mm-hmm. knowledge, truth seeking energy. Yeah. But the cosmic energy that's related to the number seven is from the planet Neptune. So, you know, numerology and astrology works hand in hand. You know, it works hand in hand. And I remember you telling me that the number four is actually connected to Uranus, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Okay, okay. It's connected to Uranus or Uranus. And so, um, you know, every, you know, number embodies what we would call um, an archetype, 
right? It also embodies, the numbers also embodies both a tangible and an intangible, right? A tangible is a mathematical and the intangible is a spiritual quality. So that intangible is that energy that I was talking about, which people will call an essence, mm. right? That, 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 that which you cannot see. Right. And I always say that which you can't see produces what you can see. Mm. Right. You may not be able to see the sea under the ground, but eventually you will see the plant. Yeah. Right. Grow or something grow from that seed. But just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't what it doesn't exist. exist. So, you know, it is the uh, essence. And so um, I think that, you know, it's important that we definitely get an opportunity to learn more about these sciences you know, read up on them, do the history um, around them and see how they were utilized by, um, you know, ancient cultures and ancient civilizations right. and tribes. And this information has been left for us to utilize today yeah. as it was utilized in the past. Right. And so speaking of numerology, numerically, we are leaving a three universal month of June soon. Because as of today, it's the 28th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we only have, what, a couple days, maybe two or three days, maybe two three, days, three days, days. Mm -hmm, left in the month. So um, June is going to, you know, be out and July is going to come in. So let's talk about this July energy, this numerical energy for July. So this numerical energy for July is going to be a four numerical universal month energy. Right. After three comes four. So, and you talked about the four. You said, I think that, you know, the four is in alignment with Uranus, right? right? Uranus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's a nice little segue because July is going to be a four universal month energy. Interesting. Um, and here is where we need to be grounded. The four is grounding energy. It's mm. stability, like the four legs of a chair, mm -hmm. right? So it's very stable and grounding. It's earth energy. Um, in a way, although Uranus is an air, you know, type of energy, um, the four, the number four is grounding energy. So this is a month where as a, a collective, we need to be grounded, um, and, you know, release change and transformation is going to be, you know, what is called for by the collective. Mm. All right. So this month of July that's coming up. The collective will need to end conditions that no longer serve you. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Any rigid patterns um, must certainly be released. Um, any old ideas, old ideologies need to be let go. And we need to be open for change and transformation through new ideas, new plans, new people welcoming new projects uh, new locations and new opportunities, yeah. right? In order for the new to come in, we must relinquish and release and let go of the, of the old. Yeah. Has to, have to. Yeah. And so, um, which is interesting because Uranus deals with the new. Mm. You know, Uranus is the planet that is aligned with Aquarius. Right, right. Yeah. So moving forward, you know, innovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. New moving ways of thinking. New ways of thinking. In order for that new way of thinking to come in, we've got to let it go. I think you better let it go. <laughs> let it go, baby. Who was that by again? 
Looks like another love. TKO. That would be Teddy. Uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we've got to let go of the old guys. You know, this is this month's numerical energy is, is calling for us to do these changes and new opportunities um, is going to bring renewal and growth. But that renewal and growth is going to come through, um, you know, assessments, you know, your proper assessment of things, your proper perception of things. OK. So we want to release, travel and grow in the month of July. All right. Release, travel and grow in the month of July. If it's not serving you, let it go because it's not serving where you're going. It's not serving who you are becoming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. Um, and if you can't find an accountability partner to help you right. with that, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so that you can bring this new energy in. All right. Which is very interesting because, you know, we will be coming off of the new moon in cancer. And that is a time to set new intentions to let new things come into the life. Right. And as soon as that the, the end of June comes, the beginning of July comes in, bringing in new energy. So. Let the old thing go and let the new come on in, come on in. All right. So July is also the month um, of the U.S. solar return um, on July the 4th. So the U.S. celebrates its Independence Day on July 4th. And that is considered, you know, that's the number that that's the date that we use mm -hmm. um, when we are looking up the U.S. NATO chart. So that's like the U.S.'s birthday. And so that's the U.S.'s solar return at July 4th. So um, the U.S. will be, you know, celebrating its its solar return. And the U.S. is experiencing a eight universal month. OK. Mm -hmm. In July. And so um, this is going to be no, actually, it's not experiencing the eight universal month. I believe it's experiencing an eight universal year. So that's aligned with like money, power, authority, and, mm. you know, things of that nature, manifesting things and all of that good jazz. So business. And yeah, business. So, you know, we'll certainly, you know, see what that is about for the U.S. as the year plays out. So the U.S. is experiencing an eight personal year, an eight year. Right. Um, and this is also um, energy that is attached to karma. Okay. Um, this is also an energy that attached to karma because eight is, you know, the, the king of karma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you put out, you get back. Yes. So what is given out by the U S will certainly be given back and returned. Yeah, it will. So we have to be very aware. And the number eight is an aligned meant with Saturn. Old man Saturn. Yeah. Well, you know, Saturn comes to bring about the lessons. You know, lessons that need to be learned. Right. And so we are um, as a collective um, in this space and time right now needing to learn about learn some lessons, need to, you know, look back at our previous behaviors yeah. uh, as a society. Yeah. And also learn to limit things, certain things, you know, mm -hmm. that we do not necessarily need, you know, for ourselves so much. Mm hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, um, and so when it comes to limitations and, you know, cautious, being cautious, um, that's about 
holding ourselves responsible and accountable, right? Um, the things that are limited to us at that time is limited to us for a reason. Right. Maybe we need to kind of reflect on those limitations and see whether or not um, that is something that we need to, whatever we're being limited from, right? If it's something that we need, is it something that we need to continue to um, indulge in or do or whatever the case may be, right? Um, I know that it's a lot of freedom, right? And we don't want our freedoms necessarily to be limited, right? Um, but there are times when we need to really take a closer look at, you know, what is being limited, right? right? Yeah. Um, and and see what that lesson is for us, okay, um, as a society. And so um, what is given, again, will certainly be given back in return. So make sure that, you know, we're giving out, you know, some good energy. Yeah. So we can get it back. Yeah, so we can get it back. You know what I mean? You know, take inventory and take stock of, you know, um, what we're being and doing and having as individuals. And then when you do that, that, you know, spreads out into the collective because we all are one. We're all are part of a whole. We're all pieces of a whole. So... Speaking of return, the U.S. will also experience yet another Pluto return in Capricorn at exactitude. So in Jan, no, it was February. So in February, we had experienced the Pluto return for the U.S. Right. And um, that Pluto return took place in the second house of um, the U.S. natal chart. And so um, we'll have another Pluto return for the U.S. at its exact position that it was in uh, during uh, the time of um, the U.S.'s independence, okay? And that degree is at 27 degrees and 33 minutes. And this Pluto return is going to be happening on July the 11th, okay? Pluto right now was retrograding in the sign of Capricorn, and so it's going to retrograde back to that 27 degree and 33 minute. And that is going to take place on July 11th. What's interesting about that is that when I look at that, that date, July the 11th, I have July, which is the seventh month, um, which is spirituality again, mm-hmm. that knowledge and that wisdom. Right. I'm looking at the 11th day. Okay, and that number is, you know, um, intuitive. It is inspirational, okay, Um, in nature, and it's enlightenment, okay? And then this year is a sixth universal year, 2022. Two plus zero plus two plus two is the number six. And so six is of service. It's nurturing and caring. It's like the mother, father, cosmic energy. And so, you know, it's that service, you know, that's attached to it, right? And so um, it's just really, uh, you know, important to kind of take note of these numerical energies and what they mean and how they could certainly um, align with, you know, um, what these astrological transits are saying, 
to us, mm. right? That seven energy is spiritual. Maybe, you know, this Pluto uh, return is going to bring about some spiritual enlightenment. Right, some spiritual awakenings. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. some spiritual enlightenment around what's going on. You know what I mean? Or what can potentially happen. So numerically, this month is about, you know, release, change, and transformation. And Pluto is the planet of intensity. It's the planet of, you know, destruction, transformation, and rebirth. Yeah. So when we talk about that, you know, spiritual enlightenment, that's what Pluto comes to do. It comes to bring about... um spiritual exaltation you know you go through the fire to come out as pure gold you go through that purging that pluto puts you through so that you can have a spiritual evolution right so i don't know we'll see there has to be some transformation and some change okay and this has happened throughout time we might not have been around to see it but there has been a lot of change that has happened, you know, on this earth and on this planet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just our time to see it happen in real time. I'll say it again. It's just our time to see it happen in, in real time. <laughs> OK. And so it's like, who are you and who do you want to be in regards to that? So we are co-creators with, you know, the universe. We are co-creators with astrology and numerology. So, you know, even though these are the things that are, are, are coming about astrologically and numerically, we get an opportunity to choose how we're going to show up right. and, you know, what the outcome will ultimately be. be. Yeah. yeah. You know, what the outcome will ultimately be. Okay. Um, and so I just want you guys to know that it's not all doom and gloom. You know, it's all about how you um, face the energy, how you work with the energy that is being presented. All right. So I'm, I'm you know, excited to see, you know, how this is going to turn out. Um, this uh, second coming of Pluto return at his exactitude for the U.S., because this will be happening in the sign of Capricorn and in the second house in the U.S. NATO chart once again. And so this will certainly affect yet again, you know, our financial structure because the second house deals with personal finances mm -hmm. and values. So it's going to also um, touch our values as a society, you know, um, and the actions of government because Capricorn in mundane astrology you know, represents the government, right. the government, it, it, you know. And so, um, yeah, there might be some, there's going to be some things there. So be ready so you don't have to what? Get, get ready. ready. Yeah, you know. So get ready. Let's get ready for the news. What's going on in the news? Um, the decision that was made, I want to say maybe 37 years ago under the Roe versus Wade, right. um, you know, legislature and law, uh, was overturned by the Supreme Court after 50 something years. Was it 50 something years? Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was 37. I could be wrong. I don't know. But, um, it's been some yeah, some been decades some year, yeah. okay it's been some decades. um this is not something that uh has just happened overnight so um 
for this decision that was made some years ago, some decades ago, to be overturned by the Supreme Court has caused um, some protests and some upheaval. And now certain states are, you know, banning, you know, the abortion procedure. And this decision to overturn Roe versus Wade came at a time when Black Moon Lilith was entering its conjunction to the sun in Cancer. And as you guys know, Cancer is about motherly energy, right? Mama energy. All right. And um, Black Moon Lilith, I talk about her and, you know, that energy um, on, again, on my Facebook page. So if you would like to learn more about Black Moon Lilith, you can certainly go to my Facebook page and um, learn more about her. But in a nutshell, her energy is very primal and raw. It's raw, primal, unbridled energy. Mm. Um, you know, Lilith, you know, energy can be very um, uh, rebellious in nature. Okay. Right. And so the history of, of, of Lilith, um, you guys can always look that up or you can certainly go to my Facebook page once again to hear about that because I talked about her background and, you know, some of the goddesses throughout other cultures that she's um, tied to as well. So I talk about that there. But, um, you know, for the sun and cancer to be entering, you know, this aspect of conjunction with Black Moon Lilith at that time that, you know, Roe versus Wade was overturned was like, okay, yeah. You know, I see the correlation there yeah. astrologically and, you know, you know, here on Earth through us because Black Moon Lilith, Lilith certainly is tied to, um, you know, uh, historically um, she's tied to uh, deaths to babies, deaths to mothers who are carrying babies mm-hmm. and things of that that nature. All right. So, you know, it was just really interesting, really interesting. And Black Moon Lilith will certainly conjunct the new moon in Cancer during the time of the new moon. All right. So um, also, too, we're under the six numerical universal years. I said it before. And the six universal year is about relationships. You know, um, it's about, you know, deaths births, marriages, divorces, um, all types of things that's dealing with different types of relationships and things that would happen, you know, um, in a family, you know? Um, and so because the six is about home and family um, and things of that nature, which is very much in alignment with cancer energy. And so I bring that up because when we talk about deaths and births and babies and things of that nature, that's also in alignment with the number six. So I felt like, you know, it's really interesting, really interesting that this Roe versus Wade uh, decision was overturned during this time in, in this particular year and, and around this particular m- new moon energy. Yeah, no right? coincidence. That is not a coincidence, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There's no coincidences in the universe, right? Never. So in addition, the true South Node in Scorpio was also occurring during this time. And so... The South Node indicates where we have been as a society, 
you know, within the past. And we're being called to move away from that. And so Scorpio governs over, you know, sexual organs and the genitalia in medical astrology. And, you know, sex and sexuality is also a thing that's tied to Scorpio. And so, you know, I just find it very interesting, you know, that, you know, at this time, the South Node is in Scorpio dealing with sex, sexuality, sexual practices, uh, you know, um, sexual organs and genitalia. And this Roe versus Wade decision is overturned. Right. Meaning like that decision was a decision that was made some decades ago. And now it seems as though we need to move away from that. Right. Right. With Scorpio being in the South Node saying to move away from things that are related to, you know, sexual organs, sex and things of that nature that we have done in the past. So what laws and activities we have engaged in um, as a society within the past that's related to sexual organs, sexual acts, you know, because in order to create a baby, you have to. You have to procreate, but you procreate through sexual intercourse, right? So, you know, um, you know, these sexual acts and, and, you know, lust and all of that good jazz that involves our genitalia must be overcome and moved away from. So the government, I guess, was like, yes, you know, we're going to have to overturn this. This is, you know, laws from the past. Got to move on from that. However, you know, um, you know, people, you know, are definitely not happy yeah. with it. I think you were telling me that there was, is causing a, di- a divide, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I know two content creators. Um, I watch two content creators that are on opposing views when it comes to abortion. Uh, one is pro-life and one is pro-choice. And I was watching a interview that they were both in, uh, and they were having a debate about which one was more logical, I guess, or which one was more correct. And it slowly got to be more personal. And the conclusion of that interview was they didn't uh, respect one another after that. And I felt that was very unfortunate uh, because... Before this whole overturn Roe v. Wade situation that happened, they were very cool with each other. You know, they were uh, very respectful to each other, admired each other's work and work ethic. And um, it's just very unfortunate, man. It's very unfortunate to see how associating yourself with titles and political views can easily divide um, you from other people. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really interesting that you um, point that out about, you know, political views can cause a divide amongst people, yeah. um, which is very interesting because this also plays into this retrograding energy of Pluto in the sign of Capricorn. Again, Capricorn is governed by, you know, the, the government. It's, it's, it's related to our government. And Pluto deals with power and control. Yeah. So the government having, you know, the amount of power and control that it may have over the people. And one of those things is what you pointed out, right? People having different political views and that can separate or cause a divide amongst the people. Exactly. And so with the government having certain, 
you know, um, abilities to have a certain amount of power and control when it comes to laws that they pass or right. laws that they overturn right. that can affect the people, you know, that have certain political views, right? And therefore can control how people, um, you know, respond, mm-hmm. okay, to each other and to the decisions that are made by the government. Right. So that's, you know, yeah. yeah. It's tough. Yeah. You know, so I think that's something that we all need to certainly look at, right? Look at where division is happening and could be potentially happening and hold ourselves accountable because, again, you know, um, I believe Saturn is in the sign of Aquarius right now. And when Saturn is in Aquarius, it's holding us, it's, it's teaching us responsibility, yeah. right? I know we, we, we may all have differences, right? But hopefully our differences do not turn into um, situations like what you're saying about, you know, these content creators, right? right? Where they were once cool and they were once okay and working together, and now all of a sudden, they're not cool with each other. Nope, not anymore. And so this is a time where we need to be coming together, not necessarily be dividing. Exactly. You know? And so I just want you guys to certainly be aware of that. All right. And so in other news, there seems to be um, some talks about the U.S. economy um, by the Bank of America. Bank of America believes or saying that the U.S. economy may come to a halt later on next year. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, um, also in the preceding year in 2024 okay wow yeah i mean they feel that there is a chance that a recession will occur in uh, next year in 2023 and this is where we are to certainly be paying attention to our savings guys this is cancer season cancer governs over savings okay and so pay attention to your savings this season you know save as much as you can um, put some aside for emergency funds, okay? Um, uh, these are some tips, guys. So if this does transpire and if this does happen, okay, you will be ready so you don't have to get ready. Start now putting money aside. Start saving some money and start saving, you know, look at your savings. Um, put some aside for emergency um, as well as for any other thing that you may need you know, to put money aside for, you know, emergency is like, you know, if you have a medical emergency or something like that, right. right. Or, you know, for your rent and, you know, things of that nature. Um, but you also want to make sure that you have, you know, your, you know, finances for food and all of that good jazz, which is for your family. And that's what cancer season is about home and family. So take care of your home and family and take care of your savings. So put some things aside, guys. Please start. Do. Yeah. Start putting some things aside. Um, because they believe that the GDP um, growth, and this is not to scare anyone. No. This is to be prepared. This is not for you to be scared, but to be prepared, right? Um, and so, you know, this is the time to be informed, right? Be informed. And when you get the information, then you can do the preparation. Yes, have the time to plan that out. Yeah. Methodically. Yeah, once you get the information, then you can put, you know, preparation in place. So they believe that the GDP 
which is the gross domestic product uh, growth will slow down. This is what they're believing that it will slow down um, nearly to zero. Um, and this is, you know, they're saying could take place um, in the latter part of next year. Right. And um, if you guys don't know, or don't remember, but in mundane astrology, Taurus governs over the GDP. Taurus governs the, the sign of Taurus governs over the gross domestic product gross domestic product i should say and um uranus which is the planet that is considered the awakener is in the sign of taurus right now and it will be there for you know at least two more years okay and so um uranus comes to bring swift change within whatever area of taurus that that taurus governs over so we know that Taurus governs over the second house and that's personal finances. That's, you know, your values and also agriculture, right? Because Taurus is an earth sign. Okay. And Taurus is governed by Venus. And so, you know, there is a possibility that we will see more sudden and abrupt effects happening within the GDP. Because again, in mundane astrology, Taurus governs over the GDP. And so with the combination of shipping issues still happening, right? And quantitative easing, which is, you know, financial tightening that is due to the Fed, you know, um, tightening up, you know, finances circulating <laughs> in our society. So due to those types of things um, and inflation, right, um, we could see some, you know, some, some things happening here with our economy slowing down to a halt. Interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. But if that is to potentially take place, and again, astrology is something that is used for potential. It's not set in stone, but this is something that can potentially take place and happen, right? right. We don't know for sure because we, we don't live in the future, right? We live in the present moment, but... If you see that there is a potential for something to take place, just prepare. Put yourself in a position of preparation so that you can be ready so you don't have to get ready. And if nothing happens, right, all you have is just a surplus of money that you've saved. Mm -hmm. That you can I mean, what's wrong? I don't I don't know if there's anything too bad about that. Doesn't sound nothing wrong to me. Right? You know? I know it doesn't sound anything wrong to you. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I know that's right. So that's just something to think about, guys. But, you know, at the end of the day, just keep saving. Just keep, you know, saving. Just look at your savings. Look at where your money is going, right, um, and and how your money is certainly coming in, all right? So uh, in other news, the head of a major aid organization recently warned that the global food crisis, right, may leave some of the poorest in the population vulnerable to disease um, and possibly even death, therefore um, potentially triggering another health catastrophe, right? And so, you know, this is something where we need to, I feel as though we need to pay attention to um, what astrology is saying to us because Taurus is in the North Node. We mm -hmm. talked about the South Node, right? right? Scorpio with the Roe versus Wade, Roe v. Wade. 
But Taurus being in the North Node and Taurus being the opposite side of Scorpio, Taurus in the North Node is saying we need to be more resourceful, mm. right? Yeah, we need to be more resourceful, gain more resources, gain more resources, right? And, you know, definitely be practical with our resources too. Right. Be practical, not necessarily splurging, but being practical with our resources. All right. And our approach to the material world. Right. Also help others to be independent, you know, help them to be independent. And so when I, you know, look at what's happening or what could potentially happen um, in the year to come, in the year after, we don't really know. But what I do know is that astrologically with this Taurus in the North Node is definitely screaming we need to be more resourceful, right? How can we be more resourceful? How can we gather more resources for ourselves by gaining more skill sets maybe? Yeah, I would say that's actually the first and foremost uh, important thing to do is to learn a skill set and master it. Uh, because essentially, people keep trying to start up businesses, but I feel like they forget that you are the business. What you, what you have, the skill set that you have is the business. That is what makes uh, the money or what is what provides for you to, you know, live comfortably or uh yeah things like that yeah i mean and also too when we talk about you know um you know the food crisis the you know what is being said here um about you know some of the poorest of the population possibly being vulnerable to disease and things of that nature and possibly you know spreading yet another health catastrophe um, this is a time where people may also want to think about, um, learning how to heal themselves or what are, what are some, what are some resources that you can learn about or, or gather for yourself to help you in a time of a health crisis? Right. You know, what are you able to do for one, for yourself? And what are you able to, uh, teach others how to do so that they can be independent and help themselves as well? You know, um, you know, especially when it comes to like herbs and things of that nature, oh, yeah. Taurus deals with the earth. Right. And so herbal remedies, you know, she's this is the herb woman, <laughs> the herb woman, <laughs> you know, you know, um, you know, start working with some herbs out there to heal thyself. You know, the er the, the herbs are for the healing of the nation. So, you know, begin to start working with some herbs if you can. You know, um, and so, you know, on a lighter note, you know, speaking of healing of the nations, music is a healer for the nation. Uh -huh. And so, yeah, on a lighter note, let's talk about Drake real quick. We talked about him the last time around. Right. right. We um, we talked about Drake dropping an album last week and then shortly after Beyonce dropped a new single um, from her upcoming album called Renaissance, right? right. And so, um, me, you know, me and Messiah, we heard Drake real quick, mm -hmm. and I was like, 
yeah, okay. Yeah, I should have seen her face. Man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, uh, you know, Drake Scorpio, you know, Scorpio, you know. But I mean, I think again, like I said, you know, he was trying something new. It was a time for him to transform and you know do his thing this year, mm-hmm. right? Year of transformation for him, and so he was trying something new. I get it, you know, I do get it, um, and things of that nature. But right after that. Beyonce came up with um, her single, and I think it's called Break My Soul. And so we listened to that, and uh, I believe it features Big Frida, yeah. right? And so um, we we listened to that, and what, you know, what, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a very good song uh, because it was very relevant to um, how people feel in these times and what they I believe want to hear from someone such as Beyonce, you know, a figure such as herself. Um, it's encouraging. You know, it's a very encouraging song. And uh it it's kinda kinda catchy to me too, honestly. Even though I don't even listen to Beyonce. So. <laughs> okay. So that's one thing. All right. Well, you know, um I think uh that you know, def the the beat definitely. I mean, you know, uh, you know, house music. Yeah. You know, I I do like house music. Yeah, as I do you I. Know, grew up with it, and so, um, and that was definitely from a single from the '90s. You know, that that the music for the song, um, and so the words to the single seems to empower, um, this great resignation movement, yeah. at which which is what I call the great. great res- you called it the. Uh- the, the, the great migration. Yes, I called it the great <laughs> migration. And let me just say this. There is a great migration happening, but there is also a great resignation also happening. And so um, this song seems to kind of coincide with this great resignation movement that's happening where people are like, I've, I've been working my behind off from nine to five. I'm getting tired of this. And, you know, I need something more. You know what I'm saying? Um, so Beyonce seems to be echoing this in this song um break my soul right she says you can't break my soul you know and um you know she says she's she needs a new vibration a a new foundation and Mm -hmm. you know things of that nature and you know Beyonce was born September 4th uh 1981 from what I understand and she herself is going through um new beginnings new seed planting and high energy um and so that is what the uh, single embodies all of that new energy, new high energy, new vibration, new foundation, and you can't break her soul, honey. Nope. You can't do it. Okay. Won't allow it. Nope. Ain't gonna do it. So what I'm gonna say is, is this: don't allow any of what's going on in the world right now to break your soul. Okay. I understand that there's a lot going on in our world, and as it should be, and so it is. Because astrologically, it is reflecting that. And so I just want to encourage each and every person that is on this live, right, to keep moving forward, right? Maximize your now moment and keep moving forward. Don't allow what is going on around you to penetrate what is going on within you, okay? Don't allow what's going on around you to penetrate what's going on within you. And I understand it. it might be easier said than done. But if you know where you stand in all of this, you'll be able to stand firm 
All right. If you know where you stand in all of this, you'll be able to stand firm. And Nina, Nina Simone once said that it is the duty of the artist to reflect the times. And so I believe that that is what Beyonce did rightfully so. And, um, kudos to her for that. You know, that's, 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 that's a song that I do like, you know, Mm. by her. Yeah, it is. It's a song that I do like by her. Um, and so she's smart, you know, she knows what the what what uh society is looking for and what it needs. You know, her Mercury is in Libra. So she wants to certainly think in a way where it's going to um be collaborative and and be of partnership with people, you know, her communication and her, her mindset, right? With that Libra, um with that Mercury in the sign of Libra. So I think that um, you know, it is, and with her North Node being in Cancer, right? That North Node in Cancer is saying, hey, let's nurture, let's come together, let's be, you know, nurturing and help one another, right? Let's be communal. So this is this is it. She is, you know, working towards that as she should be, all right? Astrologically. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Right. I love it. So, you know, with that being said, guys, keep your head up. Right. Um, and, and keep moving forward. Right. Um, you know, each and every time you want to maximize your now moment, you want to keep moving forward. Right. In order for you to ascend, you must begin from where with from within. within. Right. Um, you want to be ready so you don't have to get ready. And also, too, let me just say this. If you or someone you know might be interested in, you know, any of the services from um, Evolution Now, whether it's a personal year service, whether it is an astrological natal chart or a numerical chart or even a metaphysical counseling session or anything dealing with business and you need counseling and consulting in regards to that, go to our website, www.evolutionnow.org for that also too if you are interested in any of our merch because we do have merchandise as well you can go to astro uh, hyphen numbers hyphen merch dot creator uh i believe creator hyphen spring yes dot com so you can go there to view some of our merch right um and see if there's something there that you would like um uh, to purchase and also to always come back to us you know, for our shows and our podcasts, right? So you can hear more of Young Sire. Yes, sir. Say yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> and give us the deep voice, you know what I mean? So, um, and again, if you have any comments and you have any, you know, questions and things of that nature, you know, definitely email us at evolutionnow.org um, at gmail.com. So that is it for us. Uh, for our second episode and um, you know tune in for our third episode as well that's going to be coming up we're going to have um, Ty Miller on with us so it's going to be an interview and uh, it's an interview with Ty Miller she's going to be talking about home and family so definitely tune into our third podcast as well all right and so with that being said if you're not following me on Instagram at Ashley Morologist 7 and on Facebook at 
Astro Numerologist 7 as well. All right. So have a wonderful new moon in Cancer, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. And thank you for tuning in on tonight.